Dear Evelyn, it's a pleasure to have you with Global Loyalty Organization this morning. Could you please introduce yourself to our members and also tell us a little bit about your work at Attached? Yes, hi, my name is Evelyn van Sendik and indeed I'm the CEO and founder of Attached Global. And as such, uh, for nearly 25 years now, I'm in the business of helping our clients move and grow internationally by supporting them with their global communications. We have offices in Europe and in North America, from where we cover over 40 languages for all of our clients. Uh, the key industries that we operate in include, of course, aviation and loyalty programs, hospitality, but also legal and finance, marketing, HR, e-learning, you name it. Five of our clients, definitely worth mentioning here, of course, include Air France KOM and their loyalty program Flying Blue, Plus Grade, including Points, of course, Norwegian Air, Goldman Sachs, and Avis, and many, many more, of course. Uh, the typical types of content that we support these clients with include a variety of channels, so including websites, campaigns, apps, but also their terms and conditions and program ruling, and a lot of search engine optimization and A-B testing. Basically anything and everything that's needed to communicate on a global scale. Thank you so much for having me here with GOO, and I look forward to this interview. Evelyn, you are uh, one of the best specialists on the language um, insights uh, across um, global campaigns. Um, how would you say important is language in delivering the best possible customer experience and supporting large global loyalty uh, programs and campaigns spanning multiple continents and multiple languages? Well, good question. How important is language in delivering your message to an audience? Well, actually, I would say it's key. After all, loyalty is all about emotion and commitment and establishing a personal relationship. And we think besides your name, language is actually one of the most personal things that you have. Um, we also see that indeed, that truly properly localized messages, so local content, local language uh, messages are really the best enablers to make a genuine emotional connection with your target group. So fortunately, we also see that more and more of our clients really understand that they need to make that shift from seeing translations just as a tool to bridge a language barrier, but actually to using localized content as a true revenue driver. So we believe that loyalty programs and of course any other types of businesses here at the GEO uh, network can really use language and carefully chosen tones of voice to stand out and distinguish themselves from the rest. Evelyn, this is very insightful. Thank you so much. Um, what is interesting to know, uh, where, in what languages or in what cultures it will be viable to have commercially sensible or commercially viable uh, localized language campaigns? Um, We're lucky to have two reports, one by Harvard Business Review and the other one by Common Sense Advisory, both indicating actually very similar figures, around 72% of the customers will definitely buy the product or will be significantly more inclined to buy a product if it's um, represented in the local language. Um, what's your view on that and what's your experience um, in this market? I would say actually that local language campaigns are important for quite a few countries. After all, like you say, the numbers speak for themselves really. Just look at the map of Europe, for example, where in so many countries still a high percentage of people, at least way more than you would think, 
doesn't speak any other language than their own. And also globally, yes, roughly 20% of the world population speaks English at a level that makes them feel at ease for basic communication flows. But that means that 80%, no less than 80% of your potential market doesn't. So together with our clients, we for sure target large markets where people are used to being addressed in their own language. So think, for example, Japan, Germany, Italy, Latin America, China, Middle East, you name it. Um, Evelyn, as you say, using local language uh, for campaigns is really, really important. And um, uh, studies have shown this to us, but also in your own experience, you you, you know very well in which uh, markets it makes sense and it, in which markets it doesn't make sense. So looking at your uh, client base, where would you say does it not make commercial sense at all to translating an English content into your local language for your campaigns? Well, actually, that's not a very easy question because, um, but I would say, first of all, we distinguish, of course, between the traditional big English markets already, like the USA, where home companies are just not being used to being multilingual because for them, the necessity has never been there. Still, in the USA, embracing the Hispanic segment in your communication often proves to be a smart commercial move, too. Um, secondly, there are, of course, the relatively small markets where English is widely available also as a second language. Think, for example, the Scandinavian countries or here in the Netherlands. Yet even here, too, um, if offered a choice, consumers indicate very clearly that they're really more comfortable to doing business in their own language. And thirdly, and maybe most importantly, um, it's also important to keep in mind the cost of not translating. Of course, our clients often look at the cost of their translations, but it's important also to know that not translating, not translating also comes with cost. First of all, way more calls to your customer care center because your customers don't understand the content that you present to them. So that's a huge factor to take into account. Second, there is also higher unit costs because your international sales just don't help cover the existing fixed cost. Without a local language, um, you also have li more limited true in-country insights. And maybe even more importantly, without local language content, it's way, way harder to really hang rank high in the local search engines. If we now look at the different marketing channels, so move away from the regions and uh, go a bit more granular into marketing channels, how do you say um, that those uh, different marketing channels differentiate themselves in customer support? And also, how did you see that evolve in the past few years? I would like to mention the developments for two channels. Um, first of all, if you look at our customer websites, a past development that comes to mind is that it is no longer needed to translate everything at the same quality level. To choose the right level, the first step in your content strategy should be to clearly determine the goal of your different website blocks. For example, is the content just there for information purposes? Well, then use can be made of AI and machine translation. But is the content there to in, intended really to inspire or incite a certain action from your readers? Well, then we see a deep dive into more and more localized content. And often this, this even more 
yeah, this even means a move away from translation onto transcreation or even local content creation. What we do at Attached is, of course, service our clients across this entire service board and also help them make that decision by auditing their website. Second, uh, very important also is when you look at apps. We see that it is more and more important to really make sure that the app is built with a multilingual implementation in mind from the very, very beginning. Uh, this can be ensured by what is called internationalization. And that basically covers the principles on how to write your code so that it makes the app suitable for localization down the line. As a very basic example, um, if the app doesn't support different currencies or different date formats, well, then it's probably not going to be suitable for a smooth user experience in all the markets that you're launching it in. So we advise and support our clients in this very often forgotten phase of the development, avoiding translation issues later on in the process. Dear Evelyn, if we zoom in straight into loyalty sector or global large loyalty campaigns, do you see any trends or loyalty specific features in the lingual support of those programs? What's dominating now? Yes, well, here we see that it is becoming increasingly important to adapt your content, not only linguistically based on the master language, but also on the local variants, such as French for Belgium, Spanish for Mexico. This is not only to make sure that those audiences really feel connected and understood, but again, it's also really good for your local search engine performance. Secondly, and maybe even more importantly and current at the moment, is the need to make sure that your content is truly inclusive. Here we see that each country and each language group is in the middle of finding out what would be the best approach in their language to communicate in a truly inclusive and gender neutral way. You already mentioned AI earlier. Can you tell us, um, do you actually use artificial intelligence and machine learning in your language intelligence services? Yes. Well, in fact, um, AI may have become a hot topic to the rest of the world with the launch of ChatGPT almost a year ago, but in our industry, it has been around for quite some time already. After all, text prediction and machine translation are also just loose forms of AI. Um, our expertise really comes in by knowing when and also when not to use AI, knowing how to use it. Um, for example, by advising our clients to choose the best engine for their particular language sets, and also by being able to verify the output and making sure that it is really fit for purpose. That's brilliant. Undoubtedly, new technology will offer new opportunities and potentially even expansion into new sectors. Uh, can you tell us if there is any plans to uh, for the new offerings in the lingual support or new features, or you're looking to expand in the new industries based on that? Well, of course, I would like to have a crystal ball here. Um, but that aside, yes, I'm happy to say that we're actually constantly rolling out new services into new industries. Currently, for example, we are expanding more and more into the financial industry by onboarding banks and insurance companies among our clients. On the service level, what we see is for our clients, international communication is getting so complex by having to offer hyper-personalized content, hyper content by an incredibly number of communication distribution channels. So because of this, we see that our, what we call holistic, 
holistic approach is often very much appreciated. This means that we support our clients across the entire board of communication needs. So with services ranging from raw machine translation onto human translation, all the way up to local language content, re uh, content creation. And then also to make sure, of course, that all this runs as smoothly as possible, our content strategists consult our clients on their best available global communication opportunities, while our localization engineering team is there to audit and build the most efficient workflows and integrations. Evelyn, let's dig a little bit deeper. So if I'm a client looking for language intelligence solutions, what uh, opportunities and advantages does Attached offer to new customers? Thank you for asking. And what we often hear back from our clients is that they really appreciate our accessibility and flexibility combined with technical professionalism, still with a very human approach. All elements that are, of course, also closely linked to our core values, which are solid, smart, skilled and supportive. Our experience is also that we actually offer the best of both worlds. Attach is large enough to cater large, often very complex organizations, yet small enough to remain very personal and flexible. Evelyn, with 25 years of your experience supporting global companies in their international campaigns, what would be your advice on um, embarking on such a marketing or loyalty campaign globally? Based on our experience, we have many recommendations. Um, but there are two I would like to mention here. First of all, um, yeah, don't think that your clients will take in your message exactly the same way that you do. They come from the many different cultural backgrounds and so may have very different feelings or understandings with visuals, colors, or even taste. So this may mean sometimes to reach other markets with the same message or product feel as you have in your home market, you may actually have to adapt that message or product first. A good example is how McDonald's, for instance, applied this localization principle. Second, my recommendation is to not take language as an afterthought. After all, it is based on the language version that you present to your customer that they decide whether or not they want to do business with you. Evelyn, what would you advise large companies which large programs from a commerciality point of view of the language support? An advice that uh, pops up now is to really make sure that you measure also the things that you do and also to share the results with your localization provider because in the end it's based on these data that informed decisions can be made about your language options and opportunities going forward. Evelyn, uh, from your clients, uh, do you have an example of any of the campaigns that really stood out, made an uh, impact and worth mentioning? Yes, well, looking at our client successes, uh, two projects immediately come to mind. Um, the first one is a travel guide that we helped optimize and localize for different uh, search engines. And fortunately, indeed, boosted traffic to our client's website. The second success relates not so much to the language aspect of what we do, but more to the process behind it. Because for one, for one of our clients, we helped build a connector between their content management system and our translation environment, saving them really tons of hours of manually handling the different language versions for their website. Evelyn, it has become a kind of a tradition that we ask um, a couple of personal questions um, to our interviewees. So the first question I would like to put to you is, 
if you had 1 million points or miles, you could spend anywhere you wish, whatever you want to do, what would it be? For sure, travel with my family to many, many interesting places and make my kids see even more of the world. Uh, but secondly, also donate a portion to charity and preferably a cause that helps children develop their language and IT skills. With your experience in um, language intelligence services, um, and um, we've, you've already mentioned you've uh, been working in the industry for over 20 years. Um, if you were able to give your younger self, Evelyn, starting out in the industry nearly 25 years ago, a piece of advice, what would it be? Without becoming too philosophical here, um, it would probably be enjoy the journey that you're on and every piece of it. Um, so also how the journey helps you grow and develop skills, how it enables you to work with and for others, and also how it provides a living and by that do the other things that you love so much. It is absolutely clear that with the rise of the global economies uh, and new players, especially in the Asia and Southeast Asia, the uh, importance of the internationalization of the loyalty campaigns and marketing campaigns, customer experience is absolutely critical for the success of um, companies. Uh, we really look forward uh, for you introducing new features and implementing new technologies uh, as AI and look forward to talk to you again and uh, you kindly sharing insights with the GLO members. Thank you for supporting a Global Loyalty Organization and thank you for sharing your insights. Oh, and thanks to you. Thank you for having me here. And uh, I know I speak on behalf of the entire attached team that we really look forward to connecting and learning uh, way, way more here on the GEO platform.